So we heard the news uh, earlier this morning, uh, overnight, I guess it was actually breaking on NBC yesterday, that Ford is investing $11 billion in EVs and creating not one but three battery plants, two in Kentucky and one in Tennessee, which will also be alongside a big assembly plant uh, that will make EVs. All of it great news that Ford is bringing back that a battery uh, component manufacturing capacity here in the United States. Uh, no more waiting on China or Asian suppliers. It's going to be homegrown. That brings greater stability for the market, more jobs for America, about 11,000 jobs for Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, the bittersweet element of it, we would have liked to have had those in Michigan. And there's some reasons why perhaps uh, we weren't competitive for this project, but boy, we've done very well in others. Nobody works harder bringing home automotive jobs to the state of Michigan than our guest. For Mobility Makers today, which is brought to you by Bridgestone, no matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone Solutions for your journey. And we welcome Glenn Stevens, who's the Executive Director of Mish Auto and Vice President of the Automotive and Mobility Initiatives for the state of Michigan. Glenn, good afternoon. Hi, Guy. How are you? I'm excellent, and and I I wasn't uh, just gilding the lily when I say that nobody works harder than your team uh, to bring jobs here to Michigan. This is what the Detroit News said about the Ford announcement. Uh, the news is a blow to Michigan's claim to national leadership in the auto industry's pivot to electrification, signaling that the home of the Motor City might lag rival states eager to tout their lower industrial power costs. Is is that a fact, and and how much credence should we put in there? I, I want to make sure that we get a, a larger picture here. Well, I I no, I, I think that's a, a statement, but probably not the the whole picture. The fact is, is this is good for America. This is good for the home team. You know what what makes Ford stronger, which by the way, employs forty eight thousand people in Michigan is good mm-hmm. for us and you know they're going to invest where they're going to invest to expand their market share and particularly in this wild wild west of, of ev production they're going to do what they're going to do and they're going to do it where it's best for them and that makes us stronger so i would say that first of course we would always like to have a project of that magnitude but we also have to look at you know what was done right by the by the by the region that got it and i've actually been to that site in haygood um used to be called haygood it's called the memphis site now and and it's got quite a history well and it's it's interesting i mean one of the things that we talked about with our friends at car was the fact that battery plants consume an enormous amount of electricity up to 10 times more than a transmission or engine factory and so cheap energy becomes a much higher priority. And down in Tennessee, you've got a lot of hydroelectric. D- does that mean that we're less competitive for EVs and battery plants going forward? Because I think we've seen some battery plants settle here. How did they overcome that energy cost disparity that Ford's concerned about? Well, it's not just one uh, piece of the equation. I mean, when you stack up, and as, as Jim Farley mentioned, the scorecard, I mean, you have to look at workforce, training, land, incentives, logistics, infrastructure, location, all those things have to stack up. And so it's not just one piece of the equation. And when when you look at how you stack up, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, depending on what the company's looking for. We have work we can do to make our ecosystem stronger when it comes to the, the things that are needed with all those boxes. But this particular case was a, you know, 
uh, a state and a region. I'm just focusing on the Memphis site right now. I mean, mm-hmm. they've spent 12, 12 years and over $200 million investing in that site and just put more money into it recently for water infrastructure, which is another part of battery manufacturing. So, you know, that's the long and the short of it right now. Right. I guess I was more concerned about the, the Kentucky piece of it because those are two battery plants that I would submit could have been built in Michigan. And, um, you know, one of the things that was mentioned was that you need huge tracts of land to do this. Um, and do we need to look in the, into the future about assembling those larger parcels that might be attractive to automotives, or is that a hard thing to do? Oh, well, we absolutely need to. Uh, there's no question about that guy, and I, I do know that the state, and, and there's other, as you know, other economic development partners around the state whether it be Invest UP in the UP or the Detroit Regional Partnership in Detroit or the right place in Grand Rapids, all of these are working together with, with the MEDC to make sure that we do and we can assemble the right packages of land you know, and those other parts of the scorecard. So, yeah, we, we need to do more to be able to attract more. Yeah, and, and let's not um, also uh, underestimate just how far we've come in the first place. I mean, i got to tell you, it seems like every other day, I'm getting some kind of a press release, either from your office or the governor's, talking about a new tech factory that has opened in the automotive sector. We've got a battery plant yeah. over, I think, in Holland. You've got a lot of battery engineering work being done here. Um, you just give us a quick rundown on some of the, 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 the home runs we've had. Well, and I think that's a really good point. I mean, I saw the, the quotes from the governors of both states and about their establishing their leadership position and that's great those are both great governors and they're going to do their soundbite but when you look at the data and the history of what has been continuously built in michigan Mm -hmm. guy you're not going to find any ecosystem of testing engineering development and advanced manufacturing anywhere in the world like you will in michigan and that's a leadership position we've we've built worked very hard to build and we continue because there's a tremendous amount of new technology that is coming here. And frankly, the other thing that we need to continue to do is we need to be able to feed the talent pipeline that, re- that these companies that are here and want to come here requires. And that's a big focus for all of us. Well, and it's also, you know, we're still learning what automotives need, what they want, what they think they got to do to compete. I mean, I just had a headline flash across my Wall Street Journal uh, bulletin. Uh, on my phone, that Ferrari has hired an, a designer from Apple uh, to, oh, sure. to lead it, you know, in, in terms of to, to bring that kind of uh, tech savvy to. The, to I, I never thought that I'd see the day when Ferrari would reach outside uh, their design studio to, to, to get new ideas. And yet that's the world that we're in. And the important piece, as you pointed out, Glenn Stevens, is that we are keeping this battery, bringing battery manufacturing back to the United States and that we all get better then because we have a more stable source and less disruption to the supply chain. Absolutely. You know, and, and to touch on your point about the technology, um, Mark Royce uh, put it real well at the Mackinac Policy Conference. He was looking at, you know, the company historically, GM, that they were, you know, they, were, they built the infrastructure of a car and, and, and stacked the mechanical and electrical on it. Now they're stacking software onto it and on it and on it and on it. So this, mm-hmm. this vehicle is highly connected with everything around it and, and with itself. And so, you know, we're going to continue to see this involve. And now with electrification, 
um, it's a whole nother dynamic, and it's accelerated right. very fast. It's amazing, Glenn, and, and I know you're keeping on top of it, as is your team, and this was not a loss today. This was a partial win, and we've already had a pretty good record in that environment. Thanks so much, and take care. Glenn Stevens from Mish Auto. We're back with more after this.